This is The Boys Podcast from TV Podcast Industries. We're back talking about The Boys Season 3 finale, Episode 8, The Instant White Hot Wild. Butcher's right. Homelander needs to die. That's it. Whatever it takes. I really thought that deep down you were a hero. Well, you were wrong. There's no such thing. Welcome back, fellow boys and girls, to TV Podcast Industries. We're back for our final episode of The Boys Podcast for Season 3. We're talking about the finale, The Instant White Hot Wild. I'm one of your hosts, Derek. Hello there, fellow boys and girls. I am one of your other hosts, John. Yes, welcome back. Mm, Just the two of us this time. Unfortunately, we couldn't have uh, Chris with us for the finale of the season. I know. Boo-hoo. I know. I know. He's traveling at the moment for work. We thought we'd be able to get it all organized, that we'd have uh, have all three of us here for the finale. But unfortunately, hasn't worked out this time. Uh, but he will be back for our wrap-up podcast when we're talking about uh, the show in general, um, your final feedback on the show, and, of course, announcing the winner of our boys' pub quiz. Yes. So uh, don't worry, Chris will be back uh, for the wrap-up for mm-hmm. sure. But we, uh, but we've got loads to talk about on this episode, I think. Uh, well, that's it. This is the chocker block final episode of The Boys. Um, I remember, fellow boys and girls, uh, before we get into our spoiler-filled review, you can head on over to tvpodcastindustries.com where you can subscribe to the podcast, if you haven't already done so, mm-hmm. on any good or evil podcast catcher of your choice. You can also leave voicemail over on the website and, of course, emails for any Feedback, thoughts, comments, observations, theories on any of the shows that we look at. Head to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com. And, of course, send in your answers to the pub quiz through that email as well. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. The eighth question will be coming later in this episode. But let's get into the discussion about the boys' finale, the instant white hot wild. Yes. Derek, who, what, when, where, why, (laughs) how, maybe, but... Off you go. Thank you. <laughs> the showrunner of the show is Eric Kripke again, uh, based on the comic book series from Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson. Executive producers for the show are Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Uh, this episode was written by David Reed and Logan Ritchie. Uh, David wrote episode two of this season, and this is Logan's first writing credit on The Boys, but he has been a writer's assistant on the show for 15 episodes so far. Okay, so a, a long pedigree on The Boys. Mm-hmm. I guess just to make sure he gets the right amount of gore, the the mm-hmm. right amount of bloodshed and, and tension there. Yeah. Absolutely. And the right heart, the right storyline wrap-up. Lots going on in this uh, Season 3 finale. Too. Yes, the right stomach entrails well, as true. well. Well, true. Of course. Of course. Uh, oh, we should say now, this um, it has been confirmed there is a fourth season of The Boys, in case yes. you don't know. Uh, filming begins on that in August of this year. So we will probably be waiting about a year uh, for the episodes to come out, because usually quite a lot of blood and gore and, uh, and CGI, of course, uh, for a superhero show so probably expecting that towards the end of next year but filming beginning just a couple of weeks time which is quite cool yep excellent stuff mm. uh, the director for this episode is sarah boyd who has who directed last week's episode as well directed episode seven so uh, tend to direct in batches uh, for this show so uh, great to have sarah on board for the finale and john do you want to tell us what they gave us with your synopsis for the boys season three finale the instant white hot wild sure 
Homelander, thanks to Congresswoman Newman, finds and convinces Ryan to return to him from anti-graces as he tries to build his true family back together after learning that Soldier Boy is his father. Elsewhere, Soldier Boy, Billy Butcher and Huey head to New York to take down Homelander, but unwilling to harm Huey further, Butcher leaves him and heads for New York with Soldier Boy. Huey is collected on the road by Annie, where he apologises for his mistakes, while Maeve escapes Vought's custody and meets up with Huey, Annie and Mother's Milk, and resolve to prevent Billy Butcher from carrying out his plan. But when they finally meet the boys... Maeve sides with Butcher and locks the boys and Annie in the safe room before leaving to kill Homelander. At Vought Tower, Homelander kills Black Noir for withholding the knowledge of him being Soldier Boy's son and prepares for the arrival of his father. Homelander begs Soldier Boy to accept him, but Soldier Boy sees him as weak and a severe disappointment and attacks him. When Ryan attempts to save Homelander, Soldier Boy attacks him too, causing Butcher, Maeve and the arriving boys to turn against him. As Soldier Boy is restrained, the boys try to knock him out using the Novichok prepared by Frenchie. In his bid to escape, Soldier Boy begins to fire up his explosive power, putting everyone in Vought Tower at risk. But Maeve, in a last gasp moment, tackles him out of the building while Homelander leaves with Ryan. Afterwards, the public mourns Maeve's apparent sacrifice, unaware she is still alive, but depowered. Butcher is in critical condition due to his usage of the V-Compound 24. Annie joins the boys, Soldier Boy is put on ice by the CIA, and Newman is appointed the new vice president running mate after the Deep murders her predecessor. The Soldier Boy's statue is taken down by braying Homelander supporters. Homelander introduces them to Ryan, where his first lesson for his son is how to get away with murder. That's the name of the third season of The Boys, how to get away with murder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Lots and lots going on, particularly in that last, uh, that last kind of wrap up to the season. Um, yeah, but, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of putting everything, wrapping up a nice, neat bow, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, for for the season, uh, and you know, showing what threads are are there for season four. Well, exactly, exactly. Uh, we're going to go through our major moments from the episode, starting with our boys' protagonist moment, or the seven antagonist moment, and then our outstanding moment from the episode. Do you want to kick us off with your boys' moment from the episode, John? Yeah, I think it's Mother's Milk and Frenchie's chat, really. Um, I really like this, and I think it's to the wider point of all the different things that are going on within The Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I include Annie in this in terms of what, you know, Huey and Annie are going through yes. and have gone through and and how these are kind of resolved. But primarily around Mother's Milk and, and, and Frenchie's chat, you know, in the last episode, M.M. hit Janine's stepfather mm-hmm. and, you know, he, he's there kind of just eating himself up that he, he never wanted to show the anger, the rage of, of that was inside of him to his daughter, mm-hmm. Janine. I really like here with Frenchie's chat, just how he, he says, but, you know, you are, a nightmare you're knackered you're you're you're, you're deeply messed up yet you're also the best one of the best people uh, i know Mm -hmm. and i i just really really enjoyed um how this sort of played out then through the um through the episode where again when billy butcher and soldier boy arrive at their base and Mm -hmm. and mother's milk is there you know he's there with the gun uh, 
you know, what 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 would happen if I shoot you now to to Billy Butcher? Yeah, and and steps down. I I love Huey saying to him, you know, we save everyone, even those that don't deserve it, mm-hmm. especially those that don't deserve it. Um, speaking of, of Billy Butcher, because yeah. there's something deep, 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 <laughs> deep inside of him that is actually good. It's yeah. so deep. It's it's like a black hole. It mm-hmm. very rarely, if at all, manages to escape the gravity of, of Billy Butcher's rage. Mm-hmm. But I really liked... Um, I just liked how this all played out with then, right at the end, um, Mother's Milk, Mm-hmm. Sitting with Janine, going through the history of her grandfather yeah. and her great grandfather, and mm-hmm. just really explaining to them that you know they were killed by by heroes, yeah. and sometimes they're not all they're cracked up to be. They're not the heroes people think, and mm-hmm. um, and just that they've been you know he's been searching for justice in the same way that his father had done uh, all their all his life and you know that was the true superhero yeah uh, and i just really liked how that kind of played out mm-hmm. here because it, it, it's been something that's been playing on in in the background throughout the whole of this season around with, with mother's milk and um, his you know need to pretend not to be this person yeah at least for his wife yeah. And for his child, even though his wife knows, you know, mm-hmm. and you had that earlier conversation with his ex-wife saying, you need to do this. This yes. is what you do. And I thought this really resolved quite nicely. And I, I think also having that final bit that got him across the line of encouragement coming from Frenchy, mm-hmm. you know, who ultimately in the end, as he walks off, says, you know, just get back on your pills again, because like... Yeah that at least helps but yeah. uh, so I, I really enjoyed this yeah. um, and I, as I say I think more widely I think all the boys are going through this you have Frenchy and mm-hmm. um, with his coke habit and, and you see Kamiko the saying you know he what she sees in him is Moncur it's yeah. you know it's her heart yes, my heart exactly. and you have Huey and Annie were you know Huey's mistakes and it's it's kind of just yeah you you messed up here says mm-hmm. you know really is is the the message from Annie yeah. but I'm glad you apologised to me for it and I I, I, yeah. I can shout out I told you so I absolutely you know? loved that from, uh, from yeah. Huey I know every fibre of your being wants to scream <laughs> I told you so and she does it so well <laughs> really really good uh, yeah really interesting with um with Kimiko trying to. Uh, pull Frenchy back from the brink that he's been on effectively he's he's saying that he's done with everything that's going on she can see inside him the same kind of power that he sees inside yeah. her that they are truly in love so that is that is taken care of again I was surprised that they didn't lean into them being in a relationship or not it feels odd because we had the kiss earlier on in the season then Frenchie got kidnapped, but we didn't have a final kiss here between the two of no. them. It's still the will they, won't they? Or are they in a relationship? Or are they uh, brotherly, sisterly love? Are they just members of the same team who care for each other quite a lot? A lot of things said, but again, surprised we didn't get a kiss between the two of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but nice to see them all kind of 
segregate their stalls as to who they are in the group. They are together. They are. Uh, I think they, I think this is one of the first times we've really heard them call themselves the boys yeah. as a team uh, when Frenchie welcomes Annie on board uh, to the team and MM welcomes her on. Everybody votes that Annie's now a member of the team. Um, I think that was the first time I, I've heard them say the boys. I don't know why. I'm, I'm sure it's been said before, but uh, but it felt like a f- a, we are now the boys with all of us together. Yeah, or it, it, it's just re-emphasizing that mm. because it's been so fractured yes. this season. Yes, um, exactly. that it's yes, it's 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 going to be dysfunctional still, but they all know where they stand with one another, and they're back together as a team. Mm-hmm. That was also kind of my boys' moment from the episode. This, you know, obviously everything ends off here with a big battle between everybody, so that will we'll talk about that separately. I suppose one other thing I wanted to call out was I love Huey's realization of what true strength really is uh, in that conversation with Annie. His uh, his realization that all those times that his father stayed at home, keeping a roof over their head, cooking the same dinner every single night, the two of them working together to make sure that Huey was safe and that he was kept. Um, alive effectively that's true strength is what Huey's saying and finally realising what Annie's always been saying he doesn't need superpowers to be strong for her he doesn't need to fight battles on her behalf she can totally do that herself but he has to be there as her strength by her side more than anything else that's it and Annie has that same moment as well in a sense where she bins her starlight outfit Mm -hmm. and because the suit it was never the suit that gave me this power Mm -hmm. it is within me it is from me so uh really really enjoyed that as well yeah i think i think that's probably enough for the boys moments on their own when we move on to our seven moments our antagonist moments for the episode yes john where are we going well i'm going black noir returns Mm -hmm. uh to open arms and then to an open stomach cavity, uh, yes. ultimately. Um, I really liked the, uh, the, just how unnerved and unhinged all these moments were with Noir mm. uh, coming back. I mean, you know, almost a- Ashley and the Deep almost saved by the bell with Noir coming mm-hmm. back as they're trying to explain that Queen Maeve has managed to escape mm-hmm. after they they moved her without Homelander's permission. And yep. um, I just really, really enjoyed how just tense that moment was. I mean, I absolutely thought the whole sort of stomach removal was going to be happening in that moment, certainly with the sign from Black Noir saying, we must kill Soldier Boy, mm-hmm. effectively, which... Um, you know, Homelander has just found out that he is his his um, father. Yeah. Uh, Black Noir doesn't know that, but ultimately, it it it, it opens up with a hug and a welcome uh, from Homelander, mm-hmm. saying, "I knew you would come back, buddy." Um, so Black Noir does know that Homelander is Soldier Boy's son, I presume, because he would have been around at the time. Yes. So I presume he he's aware of the whole thing. That's part of the reason why Homelander is so annoyed with him is that he knew. All along, Soldier Boy was his father and alive uh, because he's the one that turned him over to the Russians. So um, I, I love how it plays out. I love how effectively Homelander is crying um, at the thought that he has to kill his only friend, the person he trusts most. He has to kill him here because he's betrayed him and that just can't stand with Homelander. Um, that's a really interesting kind of idea. And I love how he uses it in that truly tense scene with the other, th- the last three members of the Seven including Ashley, let's say. So it's Ashley the Deep and A-Train. And he's yeah. looking at them, just put down the helmet, showing that he kills Black Noir, his best friend, and goes, I thought I thought you were going to be my family, but I'm left with you. And this guy was the greatest person I've ever met. Look what I did to him. 
Um, yes. Uh, remember, uh, I don't need any of you, basically, is, is Homelander's call to the three of them. Exactly. As he completely eviscerates all three of them yeah. and what their contribution to the seven has yeah. been. Um, really, really awful. Poor Ashley having to take off her wig and show that she has ripped out all of her hair at this stage. The Deep basically being told that uh, after he had sex with the octopus, like, is that really the kind of support that he should be giving to Homelander? Yeah. And A-Train, of course, killing another soup, which is, again, completely stepping over the boundaries that Homelander has set because he thinks all soups are their own beings and they're better than humans. So you kill one of your own, no matter what the reason is, then you're in the bad books for him. So yeah. none of these three are the kind of people he wants in his in his team. But having killed Black Noir for not telling him the true story, um, that kind of sets Homelander up for even more uh, craziness, I guess, even well, more. Well, that's it, yeah. I mean, I, I love how this all f- is framed around this need for acceptance mm. from Homelander, this notion of family. You know, like you say, he thought the seven were going to be his family. Mm. He's been betrayed. Queen Maeve, you know, he's been betrayed. Black Noir. Yeah. The the notion of superheroes and their um, sort of greatness, certainly compared to mere mortals, has been ruined by A-Train. Mm-hmm. The Deep effectively is self-serving yeah. and... None, none of them have ultimately been the family that he wanted, but we see him, you know, finding his son Ryan at the start of this yep. with, uh, with Auntie Grace. <laughs> and, um, again, just this, this notion of companionship and family, which plays out later on with Soldier Boy, yeah. um, in that way. So this was really good. I, I just thought the whole scene with Black Noir really tense. The one thing I really loved about that interaction between Homelander uh, and Black Noir, because we haven't gotten to see behind the mask, but yes. you have Homelander say, you know, everyone thinks you're this unreadable sphinx, mm-hmm. um, but I can see everything behind that mask, mm-hmm. your emotion, um, you know, when you're smiling, yeah. you're, you're uh, grimacing, you name it. Yeah. And so I, I really, really enjoyed that. Then when yeah. he asks the question directly to, to Black Noir, mm-hmm. and you know that nothing is said, yeah. but you know that he's reading his face behind that. Exactly. Um, but, and we don't even get to see that. Or like I thought he might take the the mask off after he had gut punched him mm-hmm. literally um to and we might see some amazing prosthetics but alas we didn't um yeah. so yeah. yeah like this was really really good i thought it really was love love the scene and it does open up the big question is black noir fully dead the only reason i asked that is because at the end of last season we'd been told last season about his proper nut allergy that would kill him. He didn't have the ability to take an EpiPen to save his life. So at the end of last season, we thought Black Noir was dead. This time, I know he's pulled out his his intestines, but we've seen him getting, you know, smashed through the head with the shield of Soldier Boy, which should have killed any normal person as well back in the 80s. And he's still alive. So there's still the possibility, I think, with this show to pull a little switch and have black noir back um we didn't have the same kind of memorial that we had for mave at the end of the episode so um didn't see that didn't see a reveal that black noir is dead so uh other than what homelander has said is there a possibility that they'll bring 
black to wear back next season. Maybe. I mean, I the only thing I think that is different is <laughs> mm. that, you know, his animated friends True. Were, were back and you have his, um, you know, them fading from his, his eyes yeah. on, on, on his mask yeah. um, as as you do kind of hear final breath type moments, mm-hmm. you know, you, you hear him gasping and, and sort of dying yeah. and then it goes silent as then the, the beaver bestie uh, <laughs> effectively sort of fades away in, yeah. in, in the mask. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm guessing that is partly that black noir is definitely dead, right? but they could clone him. <laughs> they could, I guess. Yep. They could certainly. Uh, it's entirely possible in this show that that's not the last we've seen of Black Noir, but but what a way to go out, though. Yeah, I mean, I just think that there's something about Anthony Starr that, and just the way it's done through all the seasons of this show, mm-hmm. where those scenes are so tense, I'm always just sort of coiled, waiting for the, the nastiness to happen. And mm-hmm. when it didn't happen in that first round, I thought, okay... That's interesting what's going on, but obviously it plays out um, a bit differently. It you know, I, I think Homelander is looking to really build, I think, as you know, as I mentioned, his true family. He's yeah. gotten Ryan. He now needs the father. Mm. Uh, and together they can rule the galaxy, you know? <laughs> yes, to take a Star Wars reference there. Good stuff. Anything else about Black Noir? No, I think um, I think that's it, really. All right, let's go on to the big antagonist moment for the episode because we finally get the massive battle between everybody this time. We saw shades of this back in Herogasm um, where we had the battle with uh, with Soldier Boy, Homelander, um, Huey and uh, and Billy. Uh, this time, everybody is in the room and everybody's in this battle. I love it. Really, yeah, they because, really are, aren't uh, they? The only person out, I guess, is Frenchie because he got shot while making the Novichok. Um, so he doesn't come in until afterwards, but everybody else is involved. It's a really good fight. Wow. I know I complained earlier on this season that Dominique McGilligas, who plays um, Queen Maeve, hasn't really gotten her moment this season. She seems to get less screen time than everybody else, but they clearly were saving it up for this finale. She's absolutely fantastic as she takes on Homelander directly. Um, You know, there's comments made over and over again, mostly by Homelander, that he's the most powerful superhero alive. But that's partly because we haven't seen him be up against soups very often. It's usually him taking uh, advantage of them not knowing that he's about to kill them or he's taking on humans yeah. basically so uh, kill quite a lot of people mostly uh, mostly non-soup people so seeing him going up against a fully powered Queen Maeve was really good I thought that that back and forth battle was great yeah. um, unfortunately her losing her eye uh, was uh, really painful to watch for for us must have been very painful for the character of course uh, but very painful to watch I could, I could, I could see myself squirming the whole way through uh, the episode oh, definitely and I, I loved how it started it off as well with Homelander kind of saying, you know, not now, Maeve. Um, mm-hmm. We have to get Soldier Boy. Yeah. And, and then you gradually see him realise that she's not backing down here. She's mm-hmm. not going to allow him to help Billy Butcher get Soldier Boy. And that this is something that she... It, it, it's separate almost from the soldier mm. boy. She wants to take him out and deal him damage. Yeah. Because, you know, when she gives him the bloody nose and that realization uh, comes uh, to Homelander uh, that actually this fight is serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just really like that. And I think, you know, it, it's to these, the great thing about this fight, both with soldier boy, with Homelander and Maeve, are all these different motivations. You know, the initial setup of 
Homelander wanting to have a family. Mm -hmm. It's all the different complex motivations that are bringing the boys here, Billy Butcher here, um, Queen Maeve here. They're all slightly different, and it all plays out really nicely in that she goes after Homelander. Mm -hmm. In between as well, these motivations change, so you have suddenly Soldier Boy knocking out um, Ryan, Mm -hmm. and you see the change with Billy Butcher all of a sudden, because... At the end of the day, Ryan is his stepson, effect- yeah, yeah. effectively, through um, his, his his wife. Mm-hmm. So have all these different motivations, and I just loved how that played through on the fight. Even with Soldier Boy, you know, you had Queen Maeve earlier saying, but what are they going to do, you know? Are they going to hug it out yeah. or try and kill one another yeah. when they meet? Who knows? And I was still there going, what is going to happen? Mm. Because Ryan, you have that great moment at the start where Ryan hugs Homelander mm-hmm. when he's been found with Auntie Grace, yeah. uh, her, you know, CIA handler, effectively. Exactly. And again, just... So the great moments with Homelander and his son, even right at the end, were, mm. um, you know, after the fight, Ryan takes Homelander's hand and asks to leave, and they go out, and then right at the end were he's introduced by Homelander to his fans, mm. and he's holding his hand again. Each time they've had this really nicely discordant, uneasy music. Oh, yes. Uh, at, at Auntie Grace's, it was the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was the kind of the strings with um, right at the end of the episode yeah. with uh, Homelander's fans effectively cheering him on mm. after he's killed a Starlight fan who dared to sort of um, talk him, you know, shout at him and yeah. uh, just... And throw something at Ryan. And, well. and throw something at Ryan, yeah. exactly. So yeah. it... That all played out so amazingly, and I, I think, you know, it, it, it's one of those choices, isn't it? You know, is Soldier Boy going to go with him or not? And I think what was really good about this was where you heard, you know, Soldier Boy with Billy Butcher as they're preparing, talking about effectively the soldier boy story but that fantasy that was done in the film mm-hmm. versus the reality you know as he recounts his childhood where you know he wasn't from a working class district he yeah. was born into a rich family his father owned all the steelworks in pennsylvania he mm-hmm. went to boarding school it was a huge disappointment in the end he took the v compound was you know celebrated for his for world war ii and his role there and yet mm-hmm. his dad said you took a shortcut a real man wouldn't cheat exactly. and then here in this moment before the battle it's like his father comes out mm-hmm. of soldier boy it's like i wish i could have raised you if i had then I could have made you better, not one starved for attention. Exactly. exactly. Uh, and that's when it just like goes downhill. It's interesting, isn't it? Because obviously they're there to battle. They're there to take out Homelander. And it's like Soldier Boy is using his experience to know the exact right words to hurt Homelander before yeah. the battle begins. You know, you tell someone you're disappointed in them if you're their father, that's going to really hurt them because that's what happened to Soldier Boy. Uh, I thought that was quite an interesting choice there for him. And um, also, the reason why Ryan's on the side of Homelander from the start is it looks like nobody really has told him it's not his fault. 
Billy was protective of him, but it, it feels like that's the first time anybody had said to him, Ryan, it's not your fault. This will, this can happen. You may kill the ones you love. You may kill the people that you love, but you're better than that. And that, because of that speech from Homelander, yeah. it's effectively put Ryan on his side, put him believing that this is his father. Um, but I do like that he's the one that stops the battle and takes Homelander away at the end. Uh, and then we have, yes, I guess the, it's almost the January 6th moment, isn't it? The uh, the attack on, or the, the gathering people outside Vault Towers who even have the uh, ridiculously dressed um, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. guy dressed up as the bull like like at, uh, at January 6th in uh, in America. Uh, so specifically referencing that all these people are Trump fans. They would be in this universe fans of, of Homelander again. So uh, just highlighting that. I know we have quite a lot of people that, uh, that for some reason thought this show wasn't uh, attacking right-wingers and Trump fans. Uh, this show is totally underlining it once again when we get to the end of the episode that uh, that these are exactly the people that uh, that are being lampooned by this show. Um, but seeing uh, Janine's stepfather right in the centre, he's the first one that laughs and cheers at the yeah. fact that Homelander's killed this left-winger, this supporter of, of Starlight. He's totally been radicalised now by everything he's seen on the Vault News Network, by everything, every speech that's been said by Homelander, every stupid excuse that doesn't make sense from Vault has totally radicalised this guy. So uh, it was interesting. You mentioned earlier on about the, the conversation between Emma and his daughter where he's explaining what's what the truth of the world is, that not all heroes are heroes, not all heroes are good people. Um, but she's still living nice with this stepfather who's been trying to constantly push all of the... Uh, propaganda coming out of Vault about Homelander on her. He even brought her to the rally before. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I don't know whether that story's done or whether he's been kicked out by uh, by MM's ex wife. You'd expect I would have expected that to be called out if he had been. No, I, I think that's going to play out in season four. I'm yeah. convinced of it. I think it's too big of a of a, a plot point, effectively. And mm-hmm. I mean, it effectively puts her stepfather on a collision course, not only with Mother's Milk, mm-hmm. but even with his own wife, yeah, um, and even with his daughter, his mm-hmm. his stepdaughter Janine, because she's been given a very different story that she seemed to be very open, um, at, at two, you know. So it will be interesting, and I think that will play out for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think as well. Coming back to the fight, mm-hmm. I think even the motivations. You know, you see Maeve absolutely honed in on Homelander, mm-hmm. but at the eleventh hour where Soldier Boy is effectively charging himself up mm-hmm. to take out effectively most of the Vault Tower. Yeah. You see her really kind of recognize she's the one that's gonna have to yeah. take him out here. <laughs> well, uh, and I, I, I yeah. love that she does that. I love she gets that hero moment and yes. I love that ultimately she survives it as yes. well yes and um, and is, it, is depowered but she's back with her fiance mm-hmm. um and i also like that ashley in seeing the video footage of the boys picking her up mm-hmm. um after the 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 explosion mid-air which was really cool, very cool. Yep. i love that she deletes the file mm-hmm. um you know as they're watching it back uh just so that there's absolutely no trace of, of this but it's not really dangerous of ashley to do it she's really just is. been told that yeah. effectively homelander's best friend who kept secrets from him 
was murdered by him yeah. because of keeping secrets. Uh, this is probably a bigger secret to keep if Maeve's still alive. Um, but yes, at least a little heroic moment from from Ashley there. Uh, I also liked the reaction from Maeve when she realizes she has to do her heroic moment. She's just like, oh, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> when she realizes or thinks she may have to sacrifice herself. Um, we've seen this in the past with Soldier Boy and his and his powers. You're never 100% sure what's going to happen to a soup that he faces with these uh, with these powers or with this explosive ability. He specifically used his powers to kill Crimson Countess. He disintegrated her with the powers. Um, in the past, that this has happened, this explosion has happened um, with Kamiko in the, in the way, and she was just depowered, not uh, not fatally injured. Um, whereas at, at Herogasm, there were six or seven soups that were taken out by his powers, right, by that yeah. explosion. So so it was surprising, really, that Maeve survived this explosion midair where she's totally wrapped around him. But he survives it as well. So yeah. he always survives all of these yeah. explosions. And she has been a soup from birth. She's another one of those uh, Vought experiments from childhood. So she has been a superhero for, for these 30 odd exactly. years. Exactly. So. I, I think the best thing that can be said about Soldier Boy's power is that it depowers other soups mm-hmm. if they're caught in the radius of of that initial explosion yeah but ultimately whether the soup survives or not is probably down to the what power level they have That's so i mean I think, even yeah. just seeing queen mave up against homelander mm-hmm. i didn't think that was going to be as equal as yeah. it yeah. as it was so she's incredibly powerful mm-hmm. i mean even you know she took his laser eyes in her face i mean she then put her bangle up mm-hmm. to sort of hold it i mean even with soldier boy he took uh billy's laser eyes to the face yeah. and survived that so it, it i think it depends on the level of power so. or the abilities uh, of of the actual soup as to whether they actually survive the blast mm-hmm. or, or not um yeah. You know, they don't all necessarily, yes, they have powers, but they don't all necessarily have skin as hard as diamond, say. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yes. So I think I think that's, I, I just thought it was really nice, that kind of hero moment, but yeah. also then with, you know, the wrap-up elements where she's still alive, effectively she's been protected by Ashley. Because, I mean, we do see Ashley when they go to move her and they put the knockout gas in, mm-hmm. Ashley mouths, I'm sorry, to yeah, her. That's you know, right, so yeah. I think this is kind of that, moment for ashley just to make amends at least in her in her own way yeah and um, that she can so that i thought that was just you know everything just kind of ties nicely here i think um you know a lot of expectation on this last episode given mm. what we've had and i i thought it handled it really yeah. really well and with a fantastic um big battle really was tower yeah it really was i really enjoyed that um i suppose you've you kind of mentioned just the one other movement that's in it with it which is starlight facing off against soldier boy the reaction from huey while he's inside the control room watching onto the studio where this battle is going on um and he's kind of tossing up at that moment going but soldier boy could kill starlight here maybe i need to take the v24 and sacrifice yeah. myself to to allow her to live almost but eventually he realizes well actually even if i take the v24 she's way more powerful than that if i can just help her along so he 
builds up even more power in the room for her to draw on and we see starlight flying for the first time yes. that's something she can do in the comic book so uh, finally brought into the show here that she's able to fly if she has enough power underneath her so uh, and then she does survive um she's the one that knocks soldier boy to the ground while everybody gets on top of him and gets the Novichok finally uh finally almost uh taking him out yeah. so uh so yeah like i like that that's the kind of resolution to their story arc this season with uh, with huey realizing she's the powerful one and he should just support her and give her the power that she needs. Yeah, and I like that Soldier Boy as well is effectively put in um secure container, put on ice, mm. whatever it is, yes. um, but seemingly with the CIA um, yes. here uh, as we see Anti-Grace sort of <laughs> overseeing his transfer into that secure uh, unit. Yes, Mallory back in a proper position, no longer babysitting Ryan anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. she survived as well, the encounter with Homelander as he mm-hmm. arrives. You know, that ultimately on the basis of what Ryan says, yeah. um, that he didn't just kind of take her out, you know, despite yes. her clunky fat fingers sort of fumbling <laughs> to get her, the, the revolver. Um, it was actually her phone that oh, she okay. was going for because she was going to text uh, Billy, I think. Um, interesting that Billy never picked up the phone from her. No. Wasn't it? Um, no, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I think he was, you know, he was on his mission. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to distract, including Mallory. Even, and even Ryan, possibly, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else about the big battle uh, from our antagonist moment, John? No, nothing from me. Do you have any other moments you want to talk about from the episode? Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's A Train and his brother Nate. Mm. Really, you know, mm. here we have um, effectively his brother Nate telling him, you know, I don't want a a murderer in in my house here. You know, get out. Uh, really, th- this relationship has um, sort of broken apart, and A Train is effectively being told you know not to touch his brother because he knocks him out of his wheelchair mm-hmm. um i don't quite know how his brother possibly made the leap that um blue hawk was murdered by him and not I, maybe it was just him reading the expression on atrian's yeah. face i think yeah I think but ultimately well you know nate wanted blue hawk in you know, in, in in a courtroom, uh, getting justice, yeah. not just to be taken out. Exactly, so, especially because they can cover it up like they have. Yeah, They've covered it up, saying Soldier Boy killed him, even though it was a train. So there's no story there. There's nothing that um, that Nate can lean on to say. Look, this is how bad soups are. He's been, mm. it's been brushed under the carpet effectively, like Vault do with everything. So, uh, so yeah, that's why he's so angry at, at a train. And of course. We should really mention, of course, you know, this whole arc that A-Train's been on trying to give himself a new persona, trying to give himself this idea that he stands for African-American culture or black culture in America. That's not happened now. He's got his powers back. And the minute he does, he's back in his old A-Train suit, looking for that sponsorship dollars again, uh, looking for a way to get his brother back involved in the whole process. Maybe if he buys him off with money, then it'll placate his brother and his brother going, hang on a second. Three weeks ago, we were talking about how much you hated working for Vault. And now, just because you got your powers back, you're back in their pocket again. But it's ultimately, that's also what he's being told by Homelander to do. He says, Mm -hmm. you get back on your, you know, your endorsements Mm -hmm. and and sponsorship, all that kind of stuff. You know, if if we've got a seven, that's what you're doing. You're not killing other soups. You're not... You know, that's what you're doing. Exactly. Ashley, you're just the CEO who does as I say. Yeah. 
and the deep, you know, mm-hmm. you need to do what you need to do. Well, exactly, which is my uh, other moment that we need to talk about. This is um, the deep being sent out to kill the possible vice presidential candidate. Um, this is the first time we've seen deep kill anybody. Yeah. Um, in the past, it's always been accidental deaths of of the creatures he's able to talk to. <laughs> it's pretty much been uh, Deep's um, abilities throughout the season. But uh, this time we see him hanging out in a swimming pool because he's obviously able to breathe underwater. Um, and he takes out, uh, takes out the possible vice presidential candidates so that Victoria Newman can step up. So now we know what the quid pro quo was between the two of them. Yeah. She gave Homelander the address for Ryan and in turn... Homelander helps Victoria Newman become the correct vice presidential candidate. Uh, one that's going to be a little bit in his pocket. Um, interesting to think of how it works, I guess, in America, that if, as vice president, she's next in line if anything does happen to the president. Uh, if Robert Singer now steps yeah. out of line at all, uh, entirely possible that the White House will be controlled by uh, Victoria Newman, which is probably will play out in season four right that's it and and this is also where i suddenly thought okay was victoria newman along with edgar are they were they playing the long game here Mm, you know in that you know edgar is no longer at fort Mm -hmm. but yes it seems as though victoria newman betrays effectively a stepfather who, yeah. who saved her from the orphanage, but maybe there's a, a long game here yeah. being played by the two of them. Um, so I think that's quite interesting whether that is the case or not. Mm. And ultimately, we'll see that in season four because we see the boys in their office uh, watching yeah. her announced as the VP running mate um, exactly. for President Singer mm-hmm. and... Um, Potential president. Potential president singer or presidential candidate singer and um, realizing they have to go after her Mm -hmm. um, because she's dangerous in that position. Absolutely. Head popping uh, goodness uh, possibly in in the next season as well. I did find it surprising again that we didn't see Stan Edgar back uh, at all in this final episode. We kind of thought there was opportunity to to see him again as he uh, walked away a couple of episodes ago. We thought this is partly to do with how busy Giancarlo Esposito is. He does so many shows and, and uh, appears in so many great things that entirely possible that they just had a way to to write him out for a few episodes of the season, but with Victoria Newman in that position of power in uh, potentially in the Oval Office next season. Um, that's given, that gives an opportunity for Stan Edgar to come back next season, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other any other notes? Anything else you want to talk about about the episode, John? That we haven't covered yet. I think it's just to to mention. You know, Billy's brain is melting, and effectively, he's got a twelve to eighteen month window course, to, yeah. to live. You know, you have that moment where the doctor is saying, "We, if we intervene anymore, it's not going to help uh, lengthen your life, mm-hmm. and it will reduce the quality of your life that you have now." And so, Billy basically tells him to F off mm-hmm. as he lights up a cigarette. And, as you do. You know, because, well, <laughs> I might does. as well have a smoke, I guess. Yep. So, yeah, just to mention that, because, yeah. you know, that would be an interesting element to um, the whole scenario in season four as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. I guess all bets are off now when he's on his way to his deathbed. Yeah. Does that mean that something like taking permanent V would be a way to possibly fix that? Is that something that that he's going to do next season? He's taking the temporary V until it's almost killed him, and maybe taking permanent V would be the way to keep him alive. Um, But that's what he's always been against, right? As we said, he justifies it saying he's not a permanent soup, therefore 
he doesn't have to kill himself, but uh, maybe he'll take V next season. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention was just it was very quick one liner, but I love how the show does this, uh, where they where they have Vault put twists on things um, that you may not even notice. There's a, a mention in the Maeve Memorial uh, video, the the uh, the documentary on uh, on Maeve's life. There's a mention that she went up against Soldier Boy, who was radicalized by the Russians, which I really like that they've just just twisted it and blamed it on the yeah. Russians. Nothing to do with Vought at all. Uh, it's the Russians that radicalised. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's what the Homelander uh, fans are doing, um, of taking down, ripping down the statue of Soldier Boy mm-hmm. uh, outside Fort Tower. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then attacking the, uh, the press um, who were outside because of their lies. Uh, of course. Well, exactly, yeah. and it's like, oh, well, we can rip down that statue. You just mm-hmm. can't rip down others. Yeah, I of mean, course. it's it, it's again playing on that little notion it as well. It Certainly is. It certainly is. So overall, John, do you what do you think of the boys season three finale? Yeah, I really, really liked um, the the finale. I'd give it four uh, melting brains out of five. And mm-hmm. um, I just thought, you know, there were a lot of things to wrap up here. I mm-hmm. think it did it in a really epic battle and showdown between everyone i thought it was really good how it was framed with very different angles as to why all those antagonists were there together yeah. and and how they were that th- those motivations evolved as well and mm-hmm. and even you know it, it was about the the fracture and the tensions within the boys as yep. much as it was about the the fracture and um the tensions within the seven mm-hmm. that, that that have been happening. It was the notion of building a family uh, against the oppressive, um, you know, never happy father figure, which mm-hmm. ultimately Soldier Boy was. It you know just all these different elements coming together. And I thought it played out really, really nicely, yeah. um, and you know wrapped up all the other different elements and i i just loved you know like the evil smirk on ryan at the end after he's Mm -hmm. just seen his father take off the head of a starlight fan Mm -hmm. and you know in in a sense you know just linking in with what homelander said at the start you know you're more powerful than humans accidents happen yeah uh is he is he saying well it was just an accident Mm -hmm. even though it was deliberate you know and the adulation that was being received from the crowd. So I just thought this all played out really nicely. And I I thought this was a great finale to a a great season of The Boys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with you. It's been another good, another really good season for the show. I like like how they've structured the story. I like that everybody gets their moment in the end. A couple of things that could have been in the episode that I was surprised weren't, uh, as I mentioned uh, when we were going through our full discussion, but that doesn't take away from this being a really good finale. Overall, really, really enjoyed it. So glad we get more. It's great to know there's a fourth season already uh, starting production right now. And, you know, you have as well then... I love the tension with Black Noir. Uh, I look, you know, the final member of Payback mm-hmm. uh, is is taken out here, yeah, not yeah. by Soldier Boy, uh, but by his, his son. So, mm-hmm. for me, this is uh, four uh, melting oozy brains out of five. But Derek, what about yourself? 
I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this as, as a finale to, to the third season of The Boys. As I said, I'm glad to see that there's going to be a fourth season coming. Um, I'm really intrigued to see what they're going to do with the spin-off of The Boys, the college set uh, spin-off, which still has yet to be named, but I believe has finished filming. So we may see that before uh, the next season of The Boys. We'll also see some more Diabolical coming up, yeah. the, uh, the animated show. So lots and lots more from this universe. And if they keep the, uh, the writing as good as they've done it uh, throughout this season of the show, then uh, I'm up for loads more, boys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Great, good stuff. And it'll be good to find out what Chris's thoughts on this finale episode uh, are as well as our fellow boys and girls in a moment uh, on feedback. But let us just first, firstly, head off to the the pub. I think we all need to drink Mm -hmm. after that massive battle. And let's get to the eighth and final question of the boys pub quiz yes absolutely put together all the answers to all eight questions uh, if you haven't if you missed any of them pop on over to our website at tvpodcastindustries.com uh, there's a post up there that has all eight questions uh, listed out now um what is the eighth question for the pub quiz john it is what movie did the soldier boy story film lose out to for the best picture award at the 1951 oscars mm, interesting one at least there was some consolation for soldier boy apparently yes, uh, in the cloakroom losing that yes yes, yes. <laughs> john trying to get the question one more time definitely what movie did the soldier boy story film lose out to for the best picture award at the 1951 oscars Excellent. Put together your answers to all eight of the questions. Email them into us to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com and you can be in with a chance of getting your hands on some boys goodies. Absolutely. We will announce the winner of that on our wrap-up podcast coming in a couple of weeks' time. Um, this episode of TV Podcast Industries was brought to you by our supporters over on Patreon, including Steve Brown. Thank you so much, Steve. I know Steve hasn't had the opportunity to send in many pieces of feedback for the boys uh, this season, but I know he's been watching because he's been covering it over on his podcast, Panels to Pixels. So I've been able to hear Steve's thoughts over there. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Steve, for the support. Really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, fellow boys and girls, you can also support us monthly for any amount uh, that you you would like to over on patreon.com forward slash TV Podcast Industries. Or you can also support us with a one-off donation uh, over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash TVPI where you can buy us a coffee. Mm-hmm. And of course, as always, you can support us simply by subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends. Remember, sharing the podcast is, of course, sharing the love and any support, uh, whichever way you so choose, uh, is great stuff and really helps uh, us with podcasting, getting the episodes out, mm-hmm. uh, and sharing uh, our dulcet tones with, with new listeners uh, to uh, TV podcast industry Absol- so great stuff yeah Thanks. absolutely we also love hearing your thoughts about the episodes keep sending them in to us to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com just like William Petrosino who sent in an email before the finale aired uh, with a little tidbit about episode 7 and some thoughts about what he thought was going to happen in the finale uh, first up he says I was listening to your review of episode 7 man it was so great you mentioned that Black Noir reached for his brains in a scene it also mirrors the fact that the legend said the soldier boy was at Dealey Plaza uh, where, which was where JFK was killed uh, 
at that time, Jackie O actually reached for a piece of JFK's brain just after he got shot. A little detail from the writers added to tie it into our world and the world of the boys. Uh, looking forward to the finale, he says. Uh, he says, I, I have to say this has been hands down the best season of the boys so far. The action, the story, the drama, the violence, the humor, the satire has all been on point. I'm a new listener to you guys. And really enjoying your talk about the show. I love everything from your knowledge of the comics and how they differ from the show, your humor and your amazing accents. I know I bought, brought some spoilers before, but I have two theories that I'm looking forward to seeing if they have any truth in it at the end of the season. Soldier Boy is Homelander's father, but we have not talked about who his mother is. I wonder if a slight tie into the comics may be his mother is Stormfront. We haven't seen her since she quote unquote died a few episodes ago, and it would be an interesting tangent and dynamic to see her and Soldier Boy reunite with their progeny. The Soldier Boy storyline may be wrapped up or make him a mi more minor character next season. Jensen Ackles will be a main cast member on Big Sky on ABC this fall, and the boy start starts filming in August 22. We'll see what happens with him. Perhaps a plot with Homelander losing his powers and needing to track down Daddy next year to regain them. Whatever happens, this show has done a smashing job, and you guys are amazing and very entertaining to listen to while discussing it. Five out of five blood puddings this year. Excellent stuff, William. Thanks, uh, William. Really good. Um, I'm loving the the two theories. Certainly, you know, who is Homelander's mother, mm. uh, I think is a great one. And certainly can continue that family legacy element into um, season four. Certainly with Stormfront, she's dead now, isn't she? she she's did, dead, yes. dead. Yes. Like, not herself. just sort of maimed sort of amputated and and lying on the hospital bed. Yes, according, like according to Vault News Network, she bit her tongue and died in hospital, and it was broadcast on TV for Homelander to see. But, as we know, with yes. everything from VNN, uh, may not be 100% true. That's true. But they yeah. also need a new studio next year to do They uh, really do, do need their a new studio, VNN exactly. News reports. Uh, but you never know. Like, you absolutely don't know where the show is going to go. It loves to do those surprises where you think someone has died and then they come back. Uh, yeah. So you never know. You never know. And I think as well, then, absolutely would love to see Jensen Ackles back mm -hmm. as Soldier Boy. Loved this character in, in this um, season. I think certainly, um, as I say, he's on ice, yep. so he can always be defrosted and pulled out, I guess. Yeah, ready to be rolled out if they do need him back next season. Thanks so much, William, and thanks for listening along. Great to have you with us on this journey throughout the boys. Loads more stuff from the boys coming as well, so hopefully you'll, uh, you'll stay with us for that. Yeah, thanks, William. Uh, great to have you on board. Uh, we also have an email from Coffee and Vodka. Greetings, fellow to-be-continued defenders. Not much to say about the season finale. Compared to most shows out there, this stood head and shoulders above. Compared to the episodes building up to this one, however, it was a bit of a weak reset. Although the highlight of Maeve getting hers against Homelander really was outstanding, turning the source material around and killing off Black Noir instead... Though anticlimactic for him, was zigzagging genius. The rest was just enough nice turns to get the gang back together for what should be a decisive season four. Looking forward to the debut of Homeboy, Peyton Pending to Chris. <laughs> Three and a half faulty father figures, fracture, fraught Frenchies, and sleepy soldiers out of five. Peace and take care, coffee and vodka. Uh, thanks so much, coffee and vodka. Uh, yes, I think uh, there's a lot to like in, in this season. I, I think season finales, you know, 
they have that challenge of mm. wrapping things up, preparing for season four, certainly when they knew that was being rolled out exactly. and bringing everything together. Uh, and I, I thought they did this well. So I, I think, um, you know, like yourself, it, it was just pitched at the right level, mm. but maybe it wouldn't be to everyone's uh, sort of final epic season uh, ending episode, yeah. I guess. There also is that thing about the satire of it. They don't want to kill anybody off either they're keeping those people around because there's lots more that they can do to satirize uh not just superhero movies but uh, the world that's out there at the moment as well so they don't really want to kill anybody off if they want to bring them back next season which can sometimes be disappointing when you think you're going to get a big uh, final battle with people uh, dead everywhere uh, but thanks so much for your thoughts throughout the season coffee and vodka really yeah. good to hear from you great stuff thanks coffee and vodka Next up, Jerry Jerry says, hey, guys, hands down, the best show out there. Now we have to wait a year or so for the next season. Queen Maeve sacrificing herself. I did not see that coming. Her fight with Homelander was brutal. Homelander killing Black Noir, very vicious and personal. Also didn't see that coming. Butcher having heart and saving Huey from V24. And now he's terminally ill. Next season should be fun. Butcher really not giving a flying F about anything. Poor Ashley, A-Train and the Deep being told by Homelander how worthless they are. The Deep is now just a minion of Homelander, killing the vice presidential candidate for Newman. In the end, why keep Soldier Boy alive? You could have cut his head off in his weakest state. Ryan needs the Omen music playing whenever he's on screen. (laughs) Homelander and Ryan are now the worst kind of people, entitled white parent and entitled white kid. The future of the show is going to be diabolical, Jerry in Niceville. Excellent stuff, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, completely agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan is going to be a problem child for sure. And and to be honest, yeah, why keep Soldier Boy alive? That that's the thing, isn't it? When you you know that in in any movie or TV show, and you know one of the big bads is is kind of put on ice, Mm. uh, never to escape their sort of uh, prison, uh, except then they escape. And of course, (laughs) I just wonder if because we see agent uh mallory doing the sort of lock and key for for soldier boy Mm. whether it's some form of insurance against fought against superheroes because he can effectively depower them yeah there's always a reason to keep uh to keep them alive if they can just extract his abilities maybe uh that gives them always the advantage or or cia the advantage exactly i mean it's not to say it's you know, going to run smoothly by yeah. any stretch of the imagination, but I just wonder if that's the the reason. And I also think maybe it was because they were concerned about getting Maeve away from the situation to hide the fact that she's still alive um, and to, to save her for after she saved them. So we, we did see that's what the boys were up to at the time, um, standing in the street and cutting off uh, Soldier Boy's head might not have been uh, something they had the ability to do. Yeah, uh, exactly. There. Great stuff. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, also by email, Gary Swift says... OMG, OMG, OMG. This is the best season of the show. The previous seasons are merely set up for this one. Mm -hmm. The Annie arc is what made this season for me. She finally stepped up to be the leader of a team. She, more than anyone else, is the de facto leader of the boys. I feel bad about saying this, but MM and her make a better couple than Huey and her. (laughs) Butcher has been hoisted upon his own petard. Everything he's suffering with is because of his own actions. Mm -hmm. The scene where Ryan chooses Homelander was the most honest moment in the show. 
I don't think he'll tell the group about his medical condition. My prediction is he'll have to take Compound V to heal and will be a permanent soup. Mm. What happened to Edgar? I was expecting Gus to come back. What happened to Newman's daughter? Maeve got a happy ending and Ashley did something good indeed. A-Train might be the most pathetic person. His entire arc this season keeps making him worse. Don't get me wrong, Deep is awful, but he's too dumb to know better. A-Train knows he's giving himself to people who don't value or respect him. He's begging for scraps from the trash can. Gary. Uh, thanks so much, Gary. Yeah. I think you're right. You know, we're talking about Adrian having a redemptive arc here, and now he's just fallen back into into place, I mm-hmm. guess, uh, with the rejection from his brother and the threat from Homelander. Uh, so, yeah, really, really interesting. And, of course, yeah, like yourself, Edgar is somewhere there or thereabouts mm-hmm. in his sort of semi-retirement, as I say. I just wonder if the Victoria Newman sort of play with what happened to him there was some kind of long game yeah in order to get her into vp position Mm -hmm. to ultimately become president yeah yeah but whether that's her plan or a plan concocted with him we don't we don't know yet but it seems like her plan at the moment i was also surprised exactly like yourself gary surprised never to see newman's daughter again given that we had that moment where she was injected in the back with compound V, yeah. whether it was never mentioned or brought up again, or we never got to see what power she had. It's another story thread they're keeping for season four, I presume, but it just seemed really surprising. We didn't get that in the four or five yeah. episodes after that moment happened. Um, well, interestingly, I do think that uh, Victoria Newman, you know, just thinking of where she was at the start of the season, it ended off sliding further and further mm-hmm. a bit into the background yeah. um, here. But let's not say that's a bad thing, but ultimately that's kind of what happened. All the events took over from what was happening with her story arc at the start. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Gary. Let's head on over to our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash TV podcast industries for some more feedback. Uh, first up, David, Mr. Ryder says, I am so conflicted. I don't know how to feel. My boy Noir, he deserved a lot better, but hoping he comes back some way in season four. Really would have loved to see a big battle between the two of them. They really zigged when we thought they were going to zag. A nice send off for Maeve. I guess we found out what that Newman favor was. P.S. Anthony stars acting when Ryan said, you don't hate me. Man, I had to rewind that. Acting with his eyes, absolutely marvellous. Overall, it was a good finale. Don't know what I would change. I do feel like something was missing, but can't really explain it. Maybe Noir's anticlimactic death, but overall, no complaints. 4.9 or IP Noir's out of 5. Spoiler theory, I think Noir returns in season 4 going true to the comics, which I've never read, but have some knowledge based on listening to the podcast. Thanks, David, Mr. Ryder. Good to, good to hear your thoughts. Um, I am still, as I say, I can't count out that uh, Noir won't be coming back uh, in season 4. I think that's just uh, that's just something about this show. They like to pull those twists and turns, so uh, nobody's ever really dead in comics either, are they? Well, that's true, yeah. It, and as you say, there was no mention of his passing uh, here. Yeah, no, so, nowhere outside of the team. Who knows, yeah. uh, David, it might certainly be the case that uh, Noir is not R.I.P.'s, in fact. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Parthenia Locklear also says, agreed, Black Noir deserved more. What was all the build-up for? That's probably the only thing that disappointed me. Everything self, everything else seemed un- on par. I enjoyed it. They did all of that fighting because Soldier Boy didn't care about killing Ryan. That was a bit dramatic. The best part of that whole season was finally getting to see Maeve fight Homelander. I'm really excited for season four. 
Excellent stuff. Thanks, Parthenia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather Wallace says, that final shot of Ryan certainly shows what a little psychopath he's turning into. Mm-hmm. Good acting by Cameron Crevetti with just the smallest of facial expressions, mm-hmm. indefinitely. Of the totally despicable lackeys, Ashley did a good thing by keeping Maeve's survival a secret. The Deep will now do anything to keep Homelander's favour, and A-Train did absolutely nothing at all. A-Train's story is the most frustrating of all. I wish he'd have some sustained character growth. So glad Huey finally made the right decision, choosing to turn up the power for Annie rather than taking V-24 and rushing in himself. It was sweet how proud of her he looked. Mm. Yeah, thanks so much, Heather. I I, I think you're right. I think A-Train really um, is... um, Dare I say it, zigging and zagging uh, up and down, really, in terms of growth. You you think he's about to do something good, and mm. or he does something good, and then just falls right back off that perch that he's yeah. just created for himself. So, uh, really good. And you're right, um, Cameron Crevetti, uh, that that little Damien look uh, <laughs> is is great. And I, I as I said in the podcast, there's that that discordant music uh, mm. behind those two interactions with him and his father homelander were were just nicely creepy indeed yep yeah. yeah. thanks so much heather uh, jamie lotton says what can i say the finale did not disappoint i know people have been saying Maeve hadn't been seen much this season but when she turns up she really turns up not 100 percent sure if noir will turn up again as one of his powers seems to be super healing and we have seen him recover from just as bad if not worse injuries but I did like the way they showed the light leaving his eyes when he died, passed out. Also liked the mugshots above the shoot in the boys' HQ. Reminded me of something I believe that is in the comic, either a panel or cover. Yeah, that was quite a cool little touch. Uh, yeah, I think the um, the the covers of the omnibus books have uh, each of the uh, the characters from the boys on the cover in, uh, with their mugshots. So uh, that looks like a touch that they brought into the show there. Uh, good one, Jamie. I think I think we're all on the side. We just have no idea whether Black Noir is gone for good or not. Yeah, exactly. That's the show. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, thanks, uh, Jamie. Uh, Dr. Bob says, a few tiny highlights for me within an inviscerasingly good final episode. Kamiko assuring Frenchie what we all know that he is all heart. Mm-hmm. Huey stepping back and whipping up the power uh, for Annie to take the spotlight. Pirate Patch Maeve taking the jump of faith and into her heroic self. And they erase her by nature, even in death. Good stuff, uh, Dr. Bob. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was a, another interesting touch in the uh, because remember Vought has always sh- said she's a lesbian because it's easier to sell to the public. We know Maeve is of course by because uh, she had sex with Billy this season as well as uh, obviously leaving with her girlfriend at the end of the season. But, yes. Uh, but once again in her memorial, it was all about her being a lesbian uh, because it's such a, an easier thing, as I say, to mm. for, for Vought to sell to the public. Um, but yes, of course, that's that's the way they write the history of their soups, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Uh, Dr. Bob. Yeah, thanks, Dr. Bob. Joe Herbert says, I thought for sure Edgar would reappear this season. Maybe next? Mm. I didn't expect the only soup death to be noir. Given the final scene with the cartoon characters, it seems like he's probably dead. I wonder if Soldier Boy ever resurfaces. It's hard to envision how Vought can spin Homelander killing a guy at a rally for throwing a cup. Not sure what the starting situation will be with them next season. Will there be a seven? Surely Homelander could find the boys HQ if he wants to. What's now stopping him from killing at least Butcher? Maybe Ryan has asked him not to? 
you know, that could be it. That could be it. Maybe uh, maybe Ryan is staying the hand of Homelander, or else, as always with Homelander, sometimes it's just they're just ants underneath my boot. Um, I don't really need to go and kill Billy Butcher right now. Yeah, you know, exactly. Sometimes it's that. Like, and I, I think what's really interesting with Homelander is, you know, he he's so focused on family, mm. and in the end, Ryan is in part related, not directly mm-hmm. by blood, but is related to to Billy Butcher. Yeah. And I would kind of love just seeing that explored because, again, it's that interesting choice, isn't it, where in the end Billy Butcher goes to Ryan. You know, he, he talks of, well, I made a promise uh, to his dead wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find that a really interesting complexity to the relationship of Billy Butcher yeah. and Homelander because of Ryan. And I think that's why he walks out of there. He knew that Billy Butcher, when it came to the crunch, protected Ryan, went after Soldier Boy mm-hmm. rather than going after him. So, yeah. you know, not I'm saying he's going to be best friends with him, mm-hmm. but in Homelander's weird little mind... That is what he's looking for yeah. always, yeah. Um, and you have Ryan effectively, you know, defusing that situation as well. So I, I, mm-hmm. I think there's some really good sort of veins that can be kind of tapped into oh, here uh, for season four between these. I, you know, it's really complex in a way. Yeah, and you always forget as well how um, Homelander's powers really do uh, strip everything back to bare basics as well. The stuff that he knows from his powers are things like he probably will know that Butcher's hurtling towards his death. He's probably able well, to smell side, a, that yeah. from, from outside. So is he no longer a threat exactly. to Homelander? That, that's ultimately yeah. the other side. Yeah. Homelander doesn't need to worry about him because Billy Butcher will be gone in 18 months. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, thanks, uh, Joe. Absolutely. The last piece of feedback comes from Matt Murdock over on Twitter, who says, all in all, a great season of The Boys, a finale as jarring as anyone could have hoped for, right down to that really disturbing Christopher Leonard's cut, I can do anything slash finale, that violin sent as many chills through my spine as Ryan's semi-satisfied look in the end. Oh, yes. Uh, John, you've mentioned that a few times throughout yeah. this episode. The uh, the music from Christopher Lennox, uh for this episode really jarring, really sets your teeth uh, going, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. Mm. Like, it's just very disturbing and, and creepy. Yeah. But great stuff. Love it. Absolutely. Sets the tone for Crazy Kid Season 4. It certainly does. It certainly does. Thanks so much, Matt. And thanks, everybody, for all of your feedback for the season. That's not the last opportunity. If you didn't get the chance to send in any thoughts to us uh, during the season, you can email us to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com or pop on over to our Facebook group and leave your thoughts over there uh, on the on the last spoiler post uh, that we have up there. And we'll talk about it on our wrap-up podcast. It'll be coming in a few weeks' time. Yes, and of course, we also have the final episode of Miss Marvel mm. to cover uh, this coming week as well. Another finale. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and the start of our Umbrella Academy Season 3 coverage, which is out on Netflix now. Yes, yes, yes the whole season dropped um, a couple of weeks ago, but right in the middle of our coverage of The Boys and uh, and. Uh, Miss Marvel wanted to make sure we got those out of the way a little bit. We got the guys traveling a lot this month, so uh, we only have a certain amount of time. But we have started our recordings for our Umbrella Academy Season 3 um, podcast. The show came out uh, on Netflix a couple of weeks ago. All episodes available there. Uh, it's dropped over there um, all in one day. Uh, but unfortunately, right in the middle of our coverage of The Boys and Miss Marvel, with both of them ending this week, uh, gives us the 
opportunity to go back and talk about the wonderful Hargreaves family once again for season three. Yes, exactly. Well, thank you so much, fellow boys and girls, mm-hmm. for joining us. As always, uh, like Black Noir, gut-wrenching in its uh, finale uh, oh. for this season of The Boys, but it's always a pleasure chit-chatting to uh, our fellow boys and girls about mm-hmm. all things to do with the boys. Uh, really enjoyed this season and all the feedback and thoughts coming in from our listeners. Uh, really good to hear. So thanks so much, fellow boys and girls. And remember, keep watching, keep listening, and don't go into the pool. You'll never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.